What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Torrent Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, alongside co-hosts Alan and Matt. Guys, what's up? Hey, Nick. How's it going, man? So, uh, question. What is your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Because I just got, like, three different flavors. Oh, my God. And I have trouble even choosing between those three. Uh, man. Have we talked about this? I don't think have so. We? Not on the cast. I thought we had, but okay. Oh, we'll have to go back and look. Maybe yeah, I different. I don't remember. Maybe like last year on Girl Scout Cookie Time, I brought this up. <laughs> I would, you know what? Are they the mint. What are the thin mints? Are they fit, called thin mints or something yeah, else? Yeah, got some right here actually. Okay, thin mints. I think those got to be pretty solid ones. The peanut butter ones are pretty good too. What I've heard about thin mints is that like they actually put like a little bit of crack in them, and that's why they taste so good. Oh, really? Some some cocaine. I think they actually Some are just the, crack, though. The the devil's dandruff, as they say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the devil's dandruff. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that term. I like it. <laughs> um, did you know there's like multiple factories, and depending on what part of the country the country you live in, you get different cookies, and they're called something different. Like oh, I'm, I did know that. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that online or something that yeah. they have different names based on where you buy them from. Yep. Like Savannah Smiles, or like something different, or whatever. Right. Yeah. I, Wait. Exactly. Is that because didn't they used to be called peanut butter patties? Uh, I don't remember all the names. Yeah, I don't Tagalongs? know. Is that tagalongs and peanut butter patties? They yeah, that might be it. I thought they used to be called that, but yeah, they still I are. I guess it depends on what troop you order it from and where they get their, what fa- <laughs> what bakery they uh they get it from. I think trefoils are my favorite. The shortbread ones, those are so good. Shortbread? Ew, huh? mm. What? You don't like shortbread? shortbread. Yeah, I don't know. it's a little boring for me. Yeah, no he's one a, likes he's a flavor. Because I just have simple taste, whatever. <laughs> uh, you know who wasn't a Girl Scout, and that was Captain Marvel. Uh... <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> Wait, we're going to go back and watch, because I think she might have been a Girl Scout when those flashbacks. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good point. <laughs> um, anyway, so guys, we uh, saw Marvel's latest entry in their, what I will call a 10-year TV show. Uh, and that was Captain Marvel. Uh, so before we jump into it, uh, I just want to remind everybody that this is a spoiler review. So if you have not seen the movie, you will. Uh, we will be talking spoilers, and if you don't want to be spoiled, then please shut this off, go see the movie, and then come back and listen to our review. Um, so, guys, Captain Marvel. Um, we got a big lead up to Avengers Endgame, which comes out next month. Um, and so this was their opportunity to introduce one more new character before uh, this new movie. So let's start off by just giving some of our overall thoughts about the movie in general. Just speak general terms right now. Um, we'll dive into some of the more finer details later. But just overall, what did you guys think of the movie? Okay. Um, I so at first I wasn't really into it. I just for some reason I wasn't invested. I think I was still kind of tired because I saw it early on like Saturday or something. So I just wasn't really invested. And it wasn't until um maybe halfway through or so where I was kind of like, okay, now I'm a little intrigued. I'm I'm still on board with what's happening, and uh, and then I really started to like it. So um, can I get into like specifics of what I liked now, uh, or are we waiting for that? We'll we'll get into some of the specifics a little later. Just give me. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted kind of um, your okay. overall stuff. Um, dialogue was pretty cool. Story was pretty cool. Um, action, like everything, I thought was just like pretty okay, like pretty good. Okay. Like I, I would have rated everything as like pretty good. Yeah, the action was cool. Um, 
the dialogue was fine i thought yeah pretty pretty good yeah we'll rate it overall so far alan i uh yeah i thought uh, on average it was a pretty good movie i thought the plot line was a little bit obvious like when the when her mentor dude was like you gotta not think about your past stuff and whatever i was like this is the bad guy right here i called it like right away <laughs> what? um because I, I it was just like yeah like don't bring up stuff from your past and like just focus on the future it's like yeah that's kind of a little bit like mislead or like he's something else is going on here mm. uh but other than that, I thought the storyline was just fine. Like, was really fine and interesting. I did pull, like, a Rogue One, and I fell asleep, like, a little bit in the middle of it. But I woke up and realized I didn't really miss much. So no, I think there was a little bit didn't. of, like, a... <laughs> yeah, I think there was a little bit of dead area in there yeah. that uh, I kind of didn't really need to watch. It, uh, it was probably only for, like, five or ten minutes, hopefully. <laughs> but funny. I did really, like... Uh, the, I love, just love the characters in this. I think Marvel always does a really good job of just making the characters feel really, like, real and authentic. And I just see such a stark difference between this movie and Aquaman and just the acting and the, the character progression alone. I just thought it was just, it just felt so much more natural and so much more polished. So hmm. I enjoyed that mo- the most out of this one. Um, this movie was uh, decent for me. It wasn't great. Um, I think it's one of the lower tiered Marvel movies. If you look at them at a whole, I thought... You know, if you compare it to like a Black Panther or Infinity War, I mean, it really doesn't hold up for me. Um, I thought some of the the tie-ins to the overall universe, the MCU, uh, they retconned a little too hard and it doesn't quite fit in unless they have a, a long-term plan for some things we'll talk about later, um, kind of in our, you know, what happens after Captain Marvel. But um, I realized I really liked seeing Nick Fury again and having S.H.I.E.L.D. back in the picture and kind of getting that spy, uh, that government conspiracy kind of thing back in in uh, in the MCU. And um, I thought, you know, uh, Brie Larson's performance was just okay to me. Um, it seems like a lot of people either I've seen on the Internet, a lot of people hate her or they love her. I'm kind of right in the middle. I just thought her performance was okay. She's a great actress, uh, an Oscar-winning actress. Um, but I think in this role, in this movie specifically, uh, I just thought she was fine. It wasn't great. wasn't a standout. Who I did think was a standout, and I will see what you guys think about this, was Ben Mendelsohn's character who played Talos, which was the lead scrawl. Um, I thought he was he stole the show. I thought his arc, his progression through the movie was the best out of all the characters. And uh, it was cool to see that little twist. And he was funny, too. He was witty. I mean, and not that Brie Larson wasn't because she had some good couple good one liners. But just I, I really enjoyed Ben Mendelsohn's character thoroughly in this movie. Uh, going back to the Brie Larson thing, was yeah. it her acting like that you didn't like, or was it just the character that she was portraying that you didn't like? I, was I, it like her fault, or was it like the the script fault? I don't know. It could be the script, um, or she chose to play the character a little too stiff because mm. I know she was going to be she was supposed to be kind of like a a military person with a military background. So I don't know if she was trying to play up that that rigidness um, with, but like still kind of uh, shot some snarky comments out. You know, she kind of started off, it kind of started off pretty good. I thought with, um, she was like, oh, okay, this is going to be like a female Tony Stark kind of character, kind of a sassier character, um, kind of talk back. And the, but I just, for me, it didn't really, I don't know. It didn't really work as well as, as I was hoping it would, it would for me. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I agree with you, Nick, about her performance. I think she did. I think it was the script 
though. I guess you kind of agreed with that, but yeah, I like like um, she's confused about her past, so she plays like this aloof character who is mm-hmm. just kind of like unsure of what's going on, and um, and like you said, like military, like really stiff, and just I think that was the right way to play it. I didn't specifically notice while watching that like I thought she wasn't doing great. I just thought like that's the way her character would be, and that's yeah, kind of- and I, and I'm not saying she she like mailed in the performance or whatever, but she I think right, you right. know a lot of people just played it as like uh, oh this is just another ordinary superhero movie as opposed to hey this is the movie this is one of our bigger characters that are coming out in a post Avengers Infinity War world. I would I would have thought they would have maybe made the I don't know the the energy of the movie the. Um, like the I don't know the seriousness of the movie a little more along the lines of like an Infinity War as opposed to uh, kind of a more of a lighthearted introduction to the character I don't know I guess I, I might have been expecting something different and I guess I'm just trying to still process it and kind of accept it maybe upon second watch I'll like get the movie a lot more but for me like I said off the top it was just okay yeah, yeah I think if you went into it with like lower expectations where you're not really comparing it to like some of the, the other stuff that Marvel's done. I, I think it was a pretty solid movie yeah. all around. Just yeah. one of those, yeah. One of those things where it's, it's got a lot of uh, giants around it that you have to kind of look over. So, yeah. Um, okay. So let's dive a little bit deeper and we can talk about stuff we liked specifically stuff we didn't like in a more specific manner in terms of the plot and characters and stuff like that. So in the beginning of the movie, we kind of get introduced to, um, uh, Veers, uh, uh, Brie Larson's characters. We meet everyone from the Star Force, I think they're called, on Hala, the Kree uh, space warriors, whatever you want to call them. So you get all the that crew, and they they go on a mission, and they take out, uh, or they try to rescue one of their agents, and then they get uh, ambushed by Skrulls, and um, Brie Larson's character, uh, you know, Captain Marvel essentially gets captured by the Skrulls and she escapes on the ship and then crash lands to Earth. So what did you guys think about that kind of opening sequence to the movie, um, kind of the introduction to the character, all the players that were set up? What did you guys think of that? I I think they did a good job with that because the action started off pretty quick. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like, the first scene she's fighting Jude Law. And, yeah, they're, uh, like, training, right? She wake, wakes right. him up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool. And then their their mission, um, I thought that was pretty sweet. I I thought they were, like it was all tactical and kind of XCOM ish, and mm-hmm. I thought that was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking back to that scene, knowing the twist in the movie is really interesting to me. I think that's yes. very cool. So yeah, um, I liked it. I liked the the intro, and I was I just I, I liked the um, background kind of. Yeah, um, and if you noticed one of the. Um, members on the Star Force was Jaiman Hansu, who play who his character is called Korath. Uh, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was one of Ronan's men in Guardians of the Galaxy. So we kind of yeah. have the con- the connectivity there Ooh. of in in back in the ni- early '90s that character was on Star Force as a Kree warrior. Somewhere along the line, he gets more radical, more um, uh, fanatic Cree, uh, and he sides with kind of Ronan the Accuser in Guardians of the Galaxy. So. There, boom! There you go. Um, that's awesome. I yeah, did not know that. little. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Easter egg. Yeah, Alan. I kind of disagree with Matt. I actually didn't really like the plot in the beginning. I thought I kind of mentioned it before. I thought it was a little bit obvious what was going on, and that Jude Law's character was clearly like gonna oh, be like some kind of bad gosh. guy. You but I don't know if that was obvious. just like okay. I happened to catch it early or something. I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, but I just remember thinking that from the start and just being like, all right, let's like get a, get on with what's going to happen in the twist and then like let's get into some character exp- exposition. But I did really like the action, like you were saying. It was very kind of high-techy and there's some cool little things where they could see who the real uh, scrolls were and stuff and they had like little sensors and then yeah. they'd like turn to their friend and their friend would be like, hey, like we need to get, to get you over here and then all of a sudden they'd turn to a scroll and like try and kill him and stuff. Like yeah. that was kind of like a cool little combat scene. But I thought... The, the story in that part was actually more more boring than, and then it got better as the, as it went on so hmm i i think i'm with matt on this one i think I, I enjoyed the opening i liked her being on the team i liked i liked seeing them like the masks click on the, in the combat and then like zipping through and infiltrating the the area i thought that part was pretty cool i think that gives you uh like a space opera kind of e star trek star wars kind of vibe which i i really dug um so anyway to continue on she she crash lands to Earth, and then she meets our boy Sam Jackson, uh, digitally de-aged Sam Jackson, uh, along with Agent Coulson, uh, because it is set in the 90s. So they, I don't know if you guys realize that, but they did de-age Sam Jackson quite a bit in this movie to make him look I younger. I thought he looked really good. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. damn, Sam, you've been and, working and, uh, out or some shit. Even from... And some Botox. Yeah. <laughs> even from going back to Rogue One, where they were, they digitally... Uh, placed, um, uh, oh boy, uh, Tarkin from Rogue One. Now that you can see that technology has gotten even better in Captain Marvel, and Sam Jackson looked looked fantastic. I think it's you know how he moved and stuff. You can still tell he's a seventy year old dude or whatever, but you know facially. He looked super young, which was awesome. So she crash lands to Earth. She lands in, we get a bunch of 90s callbacks. She lands in a blockbuster. She blasts off Arnold Schwarzenegger's head, which was a poster from uh, True Lies. Um, She steals a a motorcycle and has a nine-inch nail shirt on. Um, Yeah. So, and then... And then it becomes essentially, um, you know, they try to infiltrate that base to try to find out what happens to her. So go ahead. Take it from here. I was going to say I love the 90s setting. Yeah. Love the grunge. Loved the soundtrack. <laughs> love the flannel tied around the waist. Yeah. Everything about that, I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was probably one of my biggest highlights of the movie was just like the environment and like the atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. Like, not like Nine Inch Nails shirt. Yeah. I don't love Nine Inch Nails, but I like just that like time well we we yeah. grew up in the 90s so it's kind of like we finally get our you know um we, they've done a lot of 80s throwbacks movies now we're finally at the maybe at the point where we start getting yeah. 90s throwback movies now we get to revel in all the you know the meat of that kind of the all the nostalgia for the for the 90s you know what i mean which is weird it's I weird know. that 90s is throwback now i know it's so <laughs> i i asked some high schoolers on my swim team this past summer uh yeah if they knew third eye blind and they're like, no, I don't think so. And I, I was like, Oh, you know what the song I played the song. They're like, I don't think I've ever heard that song. Oh. I was like, yes, you have shut up. <laughs> That's <laughs> brutal. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that is a scary, but I guess there's a good time for movies now where that will be a throwback. So. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, any parts stand out to you in that whole time period of the, of the film so far, from her crash landing on Earth to her, um, them, uh, her and Sam Jackson kind of infiltrating the base. We got the we got the train sequence. We got the um, the uh, which Asian Stan Lee made a, a, a cameo in, right, in the train sequence. Yeah, he did. That's right. And uh, I wonder, actually, uh, I wonder okay. if that could that be his last one? You think, or do you think, think there's more? I think he might have filmed the one for Endgame. I'm okay. Sure. That, oh, 
that'd be kind of fitting actually oddly enough oh yeah that would be but uh oh that speaking of stan sense. lee what would you guys think of the big tribute they gave in the beginning they oh i love that they... i thought that was so cool yeah, yeah i thought so too yeah i was really i was really impressed they did that and just thought it was a really sweet little uh tribute to him so yeah yes, yes i know what you're yeah saying. and yes totally agree it was great didn't they have like his face like as the different superhero characters or something like that or am i remembering it wrong they just cut the normal intro where all the heroes would be and they just made it like clips of stan lee in all the movies essentially oh that oh yeah he was in the movie yeah that's right yeah, it's like yeah, him yeah, yeah. playing the movies that's um, what it was and even his cameo in the movie was an easter egg i mean it it, it starts to get really meta um because he was reading a script from the movie mall rats where stan lee plays himself in the movie so it's like you're in the 90s and stan lee is practicing his part for the movie mall rats <laughs> as stan lee and then you start to get this but then if you think about it you start to get this weird thing like wait if stan lee is really in existence in the world of avengers then does captain like then it starts to get oh, weird right. you know what i mean like oh, what yeah, happens like in a, that like universe a, a yeah That's yeah, crazy. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny uh, paradox yeah it is kind of a yeah yeah it starts to get real trippy at that point but uh so kind of going back to what you're saying about this part of the movie mm-hmm. this is the part of the movie that i was least interested in this is where i started to think it got kind of slow and i got kind of disengaged yeah i know it kind of parts of it had to happen to discover her past and stuff but i was yeah. kind of like even when um even when uh nick fury calls the people and they come like uh whatever his boss's name is comes and he's actually a scroll. Yeah. Even that part, I was kind of like, eh, not really super into this. So yeah, that I thought was the slowest part of the movie. We also got introduced to, uh, the goose, the cat. Now it seems like audiences are kind of split. I think the consensus is that cat is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm going against the grain here and saying, I thought it was dumb. Like I what? did not, I, I'm not a cat guy. It has nothing to do with me <laughs> not being a cat guy, but uh-huh. I just, okay, I thought it was overhyped. <laughs> Uh, and kind of, kind of dumb to be honest. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I didn't connect no. with it. I think you're kind of dumb because uh. cat was great. <laughs> um, so yeah, we so they break into the Pegasus base. They kind of find out that um, Carol was a pilot for Pegasus. In that uh, the only person who knows really what happened since Lawson is dead is her friend uh, or, co- you know, her, her fellow pilot, uh, Maria Rambeau. So they go see they end up going to see Maria and um, we kind of get the full story, the full backstory of what happened there. Um, she starts to um, they have a little reunion and then we meet uh, Talos shows up. And then we get we end up getting the full story. So, what did you guys think of this kind of sequence here? The plot twist, the um, the scrolls actually being refugees, with these particular set of scrolls being refugees instead of uh, the bad guys as they are normally depicted in the comic books. Um, the twist of how she got her powers, the big accident, all that stuff. Um, what did you guys think of that reveal? Um. I the, the plot twist 
to me was when I really got hooked into the movie. Me too. Yep. Yeah. Like, same. Bumped it up a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Alan. Alan was probably like, well, yeah, obviously, looking around the movie theater. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, like I didn't know what the twist was. I just was like, I knew Jude Law was going to be some kind of like, okay. uh, sure like he's going to change sides and like it yeah. was going to be some kind of twist. I I actually didn't expect this. So. <laughs> okay. Um. I I did think this part was, um, very very cool, and I liked the twist a lot. I liked the whole refugee thing. Mm. And I liked how her flashbacks kind of changed. And instead of a scroll kind of like walking towards Sheehan Lawson, yeah. it became Jude Law's character. Right. And I thought that was very cool because, um, I mean, it's just, it's true. Like your memory kind of changes and stuff like that. And I just thought it was really, really uh, crazy. Really. Or he might've like that. implanted a memory in her or something yeah, and that's changed true. it. That's yeah. Really so, yeah. Uh, that part was very cool. I was, I was pretty happy with that. What do you think, Alan? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a very interesting part. Definitely where the movie picked up. I did think it was kind of weird that like she shot the engine and then all of a sudden she couldn't remember anything. It like didn't quite make a ton of sense to me. But I was like, okay, whatever. I guess this energy or whatever made her lose her memory for some reason. Yeah, um, or or maybe as part of the re- the rebuilding process when the Kree took her over, they wiped her memory or tried to wipe as much of the memory away as they could. Oh, you so maybe I mean? oh oh like when they took her. Yeah. After the blast, they like did something with their head. Yeah, that makes yeah, a little more the sense. Supreme intelligence went to work on her or something. Or oh maybe. yeah, yeah. That could be it too. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Which, speaking of that explosion of how she got her powers, I I don't know how how it happens yeah. in the comics, but I thought that was a little like really, really like yeah. Right? You get you get she gets an explosion and then it's just like oh I choose you you're gonna have powers but everyone else gets vaporized like really okay. I mean, Spider-Man got his from a, a radioactive spider. There's, there's yeah, some more ridiculous the expl- things. But. Yeah, but the explanation there is they were scientifically experimenting on spiders, and it, you know, trans. You know, it's not like he got hit by a giant explosion that would kill everyone, and it just yeah. But it's it's radioactive spiders. They're gonna kill you if they bite you. You're not gonna turn to like a like a spider. Anyway. You're right. You're, <laughs> listen, listen. You're right. You're completely right. It's all made up comic book stuff. I shouldn't. I shouldn't give this like. I shouldn't think too much about this, but. They go out of their way for some characters to explain their powers and how they get them, and they don't on others, and it's just yeah. a little... I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I understand. Um, one part that I thought uh, was a big pacing issue for me was when she did reunite with her friend, and her friend gives her that nice big speech about like how hard it was while she was away. I really wish in the beginning of the movie they would have showed the accident from just Carol's perspective without knowing all the other stuff, like half the story, then catch us up to speed with the Kree stuff and then give us the full story later on because that way you can set up her relationship with her friend and that way by the time you get in the middle of the movie and it's like a big reunion, it actually means something to me. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like, oh, we have this character... Now she has a friend who's crying her eyes out because she's back, and it doesn't really mean much to the audience because we never got that relationship off the beginning, so we had nothing to bring with us. So that was kind of one of the things I didn't really like about it was that structure of the movie. Um, Yeah, I think that's where I fell asleep, so that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really miss much there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Then we get the... uh, um, So then... Like I said, Talos kind of bargains with them. We find out they're refugees 
Um, and there's some great scenes with Talos there when they're, when they're sitting at the table and they're talking and they're just they're hanging hanging out. And uh, what you know, the, there's the one throwaway thing where he's like, "Ah, oh, well, sh- you know, put it where the sun don't shine," or you know, he says something about shoving something yeah. up his butt and he didn't get it because he was an alien. That part was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, That's the part where he's like. Okay, am I supposed to guess? Yes, exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, it's a figure of speech. And he's yeah. like, oh, okay, what is it? <laughs> um, same thing when he plays off with his science guy, too. Uh, remember, he like looks over at his science yeah, guy. Right. He's like, we couldn't figure that out. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> the, co- the coordinates, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a vector positioning. Yeah. We couldn't figure this out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so then eventually uh the kree warriors catch up to captain marvel on earth we realize that the whole engine was run off essentially the tesseract which is a throwback to captain america one avengers one um a little bit of thor in there so again we have another infinity stone kind of in the mix uh, and this is why I think I might be able to give how she got her powers a little bit of slack because if it if the tesseract was involved, then it's an infinity stone. Maybe it had. I mean, it gave um, Scarlet Witch her powers in Age of Ultron. So, mm. uh, you know, or the Loki staff did anyway. So there's a little bit of a precedence there of the infinity stones being able to grant certain people powers in a certain way. So I will forgive that for the most part, but. Uh, so we get the Tesseract, we get uh, Nick, F- so that now they start their final mission. So we get Nick Fury uh, hanging out with the cat. We find out that the cat is a, is a Flurgan, I think they called it. And that's why all the scrolls are really scared of it. Um, what did you guys think about the whole goose situation here? I thought it was funny like that they were skating it with the threat detector <laughs> thing. Yeah. And it's just like, Flurgan, high threat. And you're yeah. just like. Wait, Jeez. what? And it's like, uh, like human or whatever. It's like low threat, and he's yeah. just like, wait, what? The, like, how is this cat more scary than me? And it's supposed to be like a funny moment, and then you're yeah. like, oh wait, shit, no, this thing is like literally horrifying. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't understand that part. Does the cat? He has the tesseract, right? Yeah. Well, he eats it. Yeah, he like in the it. middle. Thing. So, I just didn't understand that part at all. Is he not a cat? Or all cats flurgans? I think oh, he I was just a flurgan in disguise, right? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or Flurgans look like cats, and on another planet, they're deadly beasts. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. Yeah. To me. I was kind of <laughs> just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah, and you know, I think they played up. Are you not a Flurgan fan, Matt? <laughs> I don't really like cats, so I guess Thank I don't you. like Flurgans. Thank either. you. I'm the only one on this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Alan. Thought you'd have my back on that, okay? You thought yeah. I would like cats? They might have. Yeah, played. what's wrong with cats, dude? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I hate them. Uh, um, anti-pet mode. Anyway, I'm sorry. They might have played up that bit a little too much, too. I think the yeah, like, here, kitty, do your thing, kind of, you know, all that stuff. Um. Okay, so then she gets her. She finally realizes her true powers. She goes balls out they start attacking earth and they kind of go balls out so uh what'd you guys think once we get a fully unleashed um captain marvel what'd you think of how her powers looked you know all that 
did she was there enough character arc by the time you got to the end of it for her that you're like all right cool this is awesome dude yeah yes when she was like full power and she like takes the thing off her neck Mm -hmm. i was like oh damn like it was sweet yeah i thought it was very cool her hair is like floating yeah um so she's just like glowing i just thought it was awesome like superman level stuff so Mm -hmm. thought it was very cool yeah, I thought the powers were great. I thought everything she did was really cool and just neat. I did feel like they kind of tried to shove down the like uh, the feminist kind of like motif that they were going with, like really shove it down your throat a bit, which was kind of like annoying. Like there's a whole part at the end where she's fighting Jude Law and he's like, prove to me that you can take me on with no powers. And she like shoots him and she's like, I don't have to prove anything to you. Yeah. And like walks off all confidently and shit. And you're like, okay, was that really necessary? Like just I- shoot him and like, be like that's what's up there were there were a couple points in the movie i thought that was a little overdone the the one military pilot so saying uh you know why they call it a cockpit right (laughs) and uh that part and they played uh no doubts just a girl in the fight scene oh yeah and she's doing the push-up like as as it comes on like no doubt does like in the in her concerts it was just a little over heavy-handed i thought yeah Um, just for just just a little bit and uh yeah um but like like you guys, I think it was awesome. I think her powers are really cool. Um, do you guys feel like she might be a little too OP for an Avenger? Like, like uh, no, no. <laughs> they need all the help they can get. No, they I have agree. The, they I have a demigod, dude. Yeah, no. So I was just, I'm just trying to compare her to the other heroes. And a demigod. Like, like but yeah, but is she just gonna come in and be like flick her wrist and then like Thanos is like dusted or is it like is is she gonna? No, dude, he took out a demigod. I, that's what I'm asking you guys. I'm asking you guys how do we how are we supposed to gauge her power? Like how powerful she is? She's obviously one of the more powerful characters in the universe right now. But you know, going looking forward to Avengers Endgame, how do we? How, you know, where do we fit her in? Is she like Thor level kind of thing, or is she, is she more powerful than Thor? I, I don't know. I was just kind of throwing it out there as a talking point. I think Thor level. Yeah, I think I would below say Thor level. Below. Yeah. Oh, okay. I. I I thought the way they portrayed her at the end at least was uh, maybe a little more powerful than Thor. Really? Because she seems like she's like a a mortal almost. And like Thor I've always kind of seen as like basically immortal. Immortal? Hmm. But I guess Loki dies and stuff, so. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out in in Endgame, I guess, here. We should make them fight each other on that website that we we use for our Yes, we should double check (laughs) that. Um, Okay, so then we got the post-credit scenes. Um, oh yeah. So so well. At first off, at the end of the movie, we'll finish, we'll wrap up the actual movie first. At the end of the movie, she um, says she's got to leave Earth. She's got to go help the the scrolls find a home. On top of take care of some other things, kind of kind of get her in the mix between this the the Kree and uh, Skrull war. Um, so <clears throat> she goes off, uh, which gives us the explanation of why she's not in any of the other movies. Um, and then we get the first post credit scene where we see the beeper, we see the pager and, uh, the beeper stops and guess who shows up in present day with the other Avengers. So what'd you guys think of the end of the movie about where it ends and also, um, the post credit scene? I thought the ending was cool. Pretty fitting. Like not as, um. I don't know. I guess that was a little bit more predictable. The ending, like, mm-hmm. oh, we're gonna go search around and like help help fight everything and stuff like that. Like makes sense. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but the post 
credits I thought was was very cool. I just I mean it wasn't like it just it was just like exciting. It mm-hmm. wasn't like any like you don't learn new information. I guess right. It's, like, it's just set up set up for endgame. Yeah, yeah. Definitely very exciting. Uh, like, well, no, you do. You learn new information because you didn't know if Captain Marvel was going to show up or if she was even alive still. Well, I guess. No, you had, like, there was so much put on that um, beeper at the end of the movie when Nick Fury turned on, turned it on. Yeah. Like, in order, if that had just fizzled out into nothing, they would have been like, what the F? There was so much place on that one moment. I feel mm-hmm. like it was, I, I, everyone knew. Like, you, you had to know. Alan, yeah. you knew Jude Law was going to be a bad guy, and you didn't know Captain Marvel was going to be coming back for that. Right. No, I I assumed, but I wasn't like, oh yeah, this is definitely going to happen. Like it, yeah. it was nice to like get some definite, like yeah, she's going to be in it, she's going to kick some ass. I guess then technically that is secured like information that like yeah, she's officially here, she's officially going to come kick ass. But mm-hmm. like aside from that, I just I guess I I didn't think it like taught or like, I guess I didn't really think it showed anything new. I was just like really pumped up. I was just like yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's here. So I'm just saying, like, she could have very well just turned into dust at the end of the movie, like in the in the post scene credits. You know, she had that would have just been a, a twist right? on a twist if right. she shows up and then she's just like, "What's happening?" and then she like disappears. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that'd be some shit, wouldn't it? Yeah. So getting into the post post credits scene, which was a waste of time. I'm pissed well, I even I stayed even, that long. I didn't even know there was. One. Yeah, there's is that not what you're alluding to? Where she turns into dust. <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking no that didn't happen I, yeah i didn't even was there a post post credit scene there I didn't was if you was. stuck all the way after the credits there's a scene it was the cat it's the goose on nick fury's desk and uh it throws up the tesseract essentially and then that's it yeah oh uh, okay so um let's take a step back uh going back to nick fury how did you think of or what did you think about how they decided to uh, make him lose his eye because I I'll start off my opinion right off the back. I thought it was dumb. I thought it was great. I thought I it made a lot like of sense. It. No, it did not make. <laughs> listen, seems they, pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, if listen, if you go back to uh, Winter Soldier, they make a big deal about he shows Captain America his eye and he goes, "Last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye," and he made this big thing about it. And uh, you know, um, now to see how it actually happened, I didn't really. I don't know. I thought it was kind of lame. Now, I understand where they're going by making him kind of like hype up the the tale of how it happened a little bit and kind of exaggerate it and make the story grow. But I think ultimately it didn't really work for me that much. I do have an explanation. Of, of such things, but we're, we're going to talk about that in a minute. So, But what did you guys think overall wow. of Nick Fury? Um, I I thought it was funny. I thought yeah. it was fine. He okay. did trust Goose, and then Goose betrayed him. I I guess, but... <laughs> it was obviously I, the biggest upset. What? <laughs> I would have... I would have. I think it would have been cooler if maybe, like, uh, the whole movie, somebody was a scroll, and then, like, right at the end, they, like... We find out they're a scroll, and then they, he, like, they, like, stab him or something, and then, like, ultimate betrayal kind of thing. Yeah, that would have been way cooler. That would have been cooler, yeah. Or, like, he trips and falls and, like, hits the corner of a desk or something. <laughs> oh, that's violent. His eyeball, like, smashes. <laughs> As I'm saying it out loud, I wish yeah. I could redact that statement. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Alan? Uh, I mean, I thought it was funny, but it was definitely, like, 
kind of dumb and not exactly what I was expecting. I yeah. think I had heard going into the movie that like it was kind of ridiculous how he lost it, but okay. I didn't realize it was that ridiculous. Like okay. literally a, a cat scratching him, and that was it. So now I'm going to run a theory by you guys that's been floating around the internet for a little bit here. <clears throat> so. We know that there's this uh, Kree and Skrull war, and that and it's very much uh, alluded to in the film that there's people on both sides who are both good and bad of this war, and that uh, the group of Kree, or the Skrulls that we met and the group of Kree that we met in this movie were on opposite sides. One was, you know, the Skrulls were more or less good people just trying to escape. The Kree were fascist dicks who were trying to kill everything, but. We do know that uh, there are some scrolls who, I mean, Talos says it himself, his hands aren't clean. He's done some nasty shit in this war. Um, so, and there is a, a storyline in the comics where it's called the, the uh, Skrull Invasion, uh, Secret Invasion, I think. In which case, we find out that certain heroes this whole time have been actually a scroll in disguise and that the real heroes are kidnapped somewhere and they got to go rescue them. Uh the internet has been kind of showing this clip of from way back in Avengers age of Ultron of Nick Fury cutting his toast diagonally. And <laughs> one of the things he said in Captain Marvel was he, he doesn't like his toast cut diagonally. He can't eat it. So people are saying is post Captain Marvel, Nick Fury in all the Avengers movies, actually a scroll in disguise. And that's oh. why that's why his attitude is different. That's why his mannerisms are a little like more serious in the later in the later films. Like, could this be a, like a crazy plot twist for way down the line setting up that secret huh. invasion storyline? Oh, how, shit. Wait, how could the do how could the scrolls because of the toast, man? No, yeah. no, I know that, but how could they take <laughs> shapeshift someone and have their powers too? Have superpowers? Um, I, mean, I guess they... in itself is a superpower, but wait, right. does Nick Fury have superpowers? No, he doesn't. Then, but I, I but... mean, like the other oh. ones, yeah. Oh, Mike, I don't know. I don't know that part of the storyline. I can, look, I should look that up. But uh, my guess is they somehow fake it or, <laughs> or something. Uh, um. But yeah, I mean that is a real possibility. That is a real storyline that they could they could do further down the road. So, you know. I think that's too far fetched personally. But okay. I would love I love stuff like that. I would love for that to be true. Yeah, I mean it would just be sweet going through like all the Marvel movies and realize like that's not the real Nick Fury. And then, yeah. you know, I mean yeah. it'd be kind of. I think sweet, that's on playing with like Jar Jar Binks as a Sith Lord, so <laughs> might be a little yeah, too far fetched for them to throw in there. Too. Yeah, but yeah, this, yeah. the toast situation is funny. Yeah, yeah, that's funny that somebody caught that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so there we go. Um. So looking forward to uh, Avengers Endgame. We just got the trailer uh, today, the new Avengers trailer. Um. It didn't give away too much. It kind of just set things up. It kind of really tugged at your heartstrings and realized that, you know, this is, they're really going for it. Uh, whatever it takes was the hashtag that was going around with it. Um, they said it a bunch of times in the, in the, in the movie. And this is going to be a very Avengers um, centric movie, in particular Captain America, I think, and Iron Man. So um, looking forward to Avengers Endgame. How do you think Captain Marvel is going to fit in with everybody? Um, they did show one scene with her and Thor in the trailer. So she is, you know, she is in the new Avengers trailer. Um, what are you guys looking for in Avengers Endgame? Are you, you know, how are you feeling after watching Captain Marvel going into Avengers Endgame? And, you know, what do you hope to see from there? 
I just don't know, like, what they could do. Even hmm. knowing how powerful Captain Marvel is and stuff like that. Yeah. I just don't know what they could do. Like, watching uh, uh, Thanos have the have the have all the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what, what could happen? Um, I said it once and I'll say it again. Uh, God, I forgot his character. Star-Lord? <laughs> Star-Lord, yeah. World Chris War Brad. 10. World <laughs> War 10. <yeah. laughs> yeah. That's where, I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> oh, no. I, was, I think I'm leaving that behind. But, um, I think Star-Lord really screwed them over mm. when they were about to slip the glove off of him. Yeah. And he got all jealous and stupid. But Yeah. yeah. Quit hating on World War Ten, okay? It's, I'm sorry. That was, <laughs> that was, so that was fantastic. <laughs> Everyone, go watch. Go back and listen to our uh, Avengers Infinity War spoiler review. There's, and you'll understand what we're talking about. But it'll be so uh, significant. It yeah. will take over the names of the next seven World Wars. <laughs> um, Alan, what, you know, what are you looking forward to most in Avengers Endgame? Here, are you are you getting amped? I mean, it's only a month away. It comes out, you know in a, just about a month i'm pretty sure so we're we're closing in here and uh yeah yeah i mean of course i'm excited and i think captain marvel is going to fit in really well with this group that's left because i feel like they're the more serious characters you know we lost mm. star lord we lost uh spider-man even dr yeah. strange kind of was a little bit quirky we have like the serious characters iron man is like when he's serious he's serious captain marvel or sorry captain america is very serious yeah um it's going to be like a very, very intense movie. And I'm really excited about that because I, I want it to be very intense and I want you know, it to be very dark and, and, uh, and scary. So. Yeah, me too. And, you know, I have a feeling just relating it back to Captain Marvel is I think I'm going to like Captain Marvel more in Avengers Endgame than I will like her in her own movie, which Agreed. is which I think has happened a lot. I know a lot of, a lot of uh, my other friends say they didn't really care for the Doctor Strange movie, but they loved him in Infinity War and just for some reason. And I think Captain Marvel might be that character. I just I I was very mediocre. I was very like ho hum on her individual movie, but I might love her when she's in the mix with the Avengers and. Um, see how she plays out plays it out there so yeah i'm with you i'm super excited cool um okay so let's wrap it up here let's give our um our quick closing statements in a rating uh out of five bottles of mead and then we'll uh we'll pack it in here guys okay sweet all right alan why don't you start us off here uh yeah so overall I i thought this was a very enjoyable movie to go and watch i don't feel like i wasted my time going to see in the theaters and there are some really good storylines and it it started off kind of slow for me but definitely got better as it went on i enjoyed all the character dialogue and i enjoyed the twists in the movie and the the scrolls were just really fun to watch and see their powers the ending was just cool with all the fight scenes and i give this one a solid three and a half out of five nice that is interesting that you just i feel like you said a lot of positive things and then gave it a 3.5 because i feel like the way i would so i would also give it a 3.5 mm-hmm Okay. But but when I would describe it, I would say I felt like it was pretty okay. The twist was really good. Characters were okay. Uh you know, nothing I didn't think anything like super memorable. Mm-hmm. Um I probably won't watch this movie again, but I didn't think it, I agree, I didn't feel like I wasted my time. So I feel like the way I'm explaining it is uh a little bit more neutral, yeah. kind yeah. of. Like to me a three point five is kinda of like, meh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Until the twist, I was at like a three yeah. or like a two and a half, though. I was mm. kind of like, this isn't that great. And then the twist came, and I was like, oh, 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're at three and a half too, Matt? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm right with you guys. I thought this was a decent Marvel movie. This wasn't a great Marvel movie. There were some things I did not like about this movie and there was a couple things I really enjoyed about the movie, but otherwise I thought it was kind of more of the forgettable Marvel movies and really just a holdover until, you know, kind of a catch up movie until Avengers Endgame. So I'm going to have to give it a three out of five for me. So just a touch lower than you guys. But I mean, yeah, I think we, I think we pretty much nailed it. So, um, good. Nice. Uh, all right guys. Nice. Um, so I guess we'll see you guys back uh, for our normal episodes and then looking forward to Avengers Endgame. Let's do it. Cool. Um, also, I, one last thing too, by the way. When you go watch an, the Avengers theme, do you guys get some Lord of the Rings vibes off the Avengers themes? Like the music? The music, yeah. Yeah, I wa- just going back to that Avengers trailer, listen to the Avengers theme and you get oh. a little bit of that um, Fellowship of the Ring kind of vibe to it i always like meld the two in my brain yeah so be be on the lookout for that we'll talk about that next time um all right guys good episode here this has been episode of the tour podcast we'll see you next time well that's it for this episode of the torrent thank you all for listening download rate and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast service if you want to get in contact with us feel free to send us an email the torrent podcast at gmail.com you can also get in touch with us on facebook and twitter at the torrent pod we'll see you guys next time